0: Are you a busy parent who's exhausted and stretched thin, looking for parenting advice but don't know where to turn? Then welcome to the Power Parent Podcast, a podcast community devoted to empowering parents. Now here's your host, Pete Mara. Hey everybody, welcome to this episode of the Power Parent Podcast. I'm Pete Mara, your host, and I'm so glad that you're joining us today. In this episode, we are going to look at adoption from a theological standpoint and begin to explore the story of Moses. Now, if you're familiar with the story of Moses, then you've probably heard this story a hundred times, but if you're not familiar with Moses, let me give you just a brief overview of who Moses is and why he's kind of important. In early traditions of Judaism, Moses was the person who led the Israelites out of slavery and out of captivity— Um, You may have heard these stories when you were a kid about Moses crossing the Red Sea and the waters parting and Moses and the Pharaoh kind of battling out with the plagues and Moses walking all the people around trying to get them to the promised land. They spent 40 years wandering. Well, Moses was that guy. Moses was the person that God chose to lead the Egyptians out of slavery and out of bondage. And it is a very famous and pivotal story for both the Jewish traditions and the Christian traditions. It can be found in the Hebrew Bibles, and it can be found in the Bible in Exodus chapter two. But what most people don't realize about the story is that Moses was actually adopted, and I just think that the story of Moses and how God used Moses is such an encouragement to all of us that have dealt with adoption, that have been affected by adoption, that are considering adoption. I just think it's a really cool story. So I'm going to go through Exodus 2, just parts of it, and I'm going to use a lens to help us kind of think through adoption and deal with and connect with the people in the story um, as Moses was undergoing the process of adoption because I think it's part of the story that we oftentimes gloss over or we don't really think about, and yet I think it's such a beautiful part of the story of not only adoption, but God's story for how God loves us, how God redeems us, how God chooses people from all situations, all scenarios, all backgrounds, and He says that they matter and that they're important to His story. And let's just dive in. Um, Exodus chapter 2 If you've never read this story, I'm just going to read bits and pieces of the story. But it starts out like this. Now, a man from the house of Levi went and married a daughter of Levi. Now, that may not mean a whole lot, but this setup of Levi to Levi means that these folks, the mom and dad of Moses, were from a specific tribe that later became the priest's of the bible that they they became a very important group of people so even in in moses's hebrew background he had some importance now the woman conceived and bore a son and she saw that he was beautiful so she hid him for three months so i think this is just again a great picture that we know one moses was a cute little baby i mean you think of all the drawings that you see of this cute little baby and then that was moses but more importantly I think that the story's already showing us that there is this connection between Moses' mother and the baby. And I think that's such an important thing when we're thinking about adoption, whether we're on the side of putting a child up for adoption or whether we're adopting, that the bond between a mother and the child is an incredible bond, and that it's something that is it is beautiful and it is wonderful, and that it is difficult for us to fully understand that bond unless we've been there, unless we've participated in it. But I think it's something that needs to be honored. And it's interesting in the story that Moses' mother hid the baby for three months. Now, part of the reason why she had to hide the baby, a little backstory here, is that the Egyptians were killing all of the babies. Uh, the Pharaoh had ordered that all of the children who were to be born were were who, who were Hebrew males were to be killed. So this is the environment that Moses' mother finds herself in. Can you imagine what it had to be like to know that when your child is born that he's immediately going to be killed or that if he is found he's going to be killed? The pressure, the stress, and I often wonder what it's like for a mother who is dealing with stress and the pressure of being a new mom and whatever those situations might be uh, maybe she's not able to care for the child maybe financially they can't support the child maybe uh, the relationship in which the child was conceived is now broken and um, there there's a whole bunch of backstories here but I think it's encouraging for us as we think through adoption that we think through the backstories of the people that have to put their child up for adoption and and what that must have been like for, for the parents, because we see this picture for Moses's mom to understand the, just the violent nature and the environment that she was in and what she was dealing with. But the Bible goes on to say in verse three, when she could hide him no longer, she got him a wicker basket and covered it with tar and pitch. And then she put the child into it and set him among the reeds by the bank of the Nile. Now the Nile is the Nile river in Egypt. If you're familiar with this story, you've probably seen it you know, in cartoons or picture books or those types of things. And you just kind of have this little goo goo baby sitting there in the basket, floating in the reeds. But the thing you have to kind of think about is the Nile River was a dangerous river, still is, and it's home to a ferocious set of animals, especially the crocodiles. And crocodiles were known to feed on people in the river, especially babies. And you have to think about also what was going on in this context and that these babies were, were being, you know, probably thrown into the river and basically fed to the crocodiles. So the crocodiles knew that when people were kind of going down by the water, that it was lunch. So for this mom to take the risk, to take her baby and put him in a basket and to set him in the river, to put him in the reeds, I can't imagine what that has to be like. I can't imagine what was going through her mind and trying to weigh the risk between Moses being found and killed versus the risk of setting him in the water that's infested with crocodiles in hopes that somebody would would be able to find him and, and recover him. And again, if you draw that parallel or you just think about people that have been in that situation that have had to do that, both moms and dads that have been in those situations, that's a very difficult thing. And I think it calls us to this place to think about grace and to think about how to care for others and to empathize with what they're going going through. Now, the story goes on that Moses's sister kind of stood in the distance and, and she watched what was going going on. And then in verse five, it says the daughter of the Pharaoh came down to bathe at the Nile with her maidens walking alongside the Nile. And she saw the basket in the reeds and sent her maids to bring it to her. And when she opened it, she saw the child, and behold, the boy was crying. And she had pity on him, and she said, This is one of the Hebrew children. Then his sister said to Pharaoh's daughter, Shall I go call a nurse for you from the Hebrew women, that she may nurse the child for you? A lot going on right here in this part of the story for little baby Moses. Now one, I want you to think about him being in this basket, being abandoned, kind of floating, not knowing what's going on in this basket, the fear, the way that he had to feel abandoned, afraid, left, those are all real emotions. And if you've dealt with adopted children, you know that a lot of them— suffer from attachment problems and other challenges because of that. Even things that happened when they weren't aware of it, uh, psychologically, emotionally, and mentally, they can tell. They know that something is different. They know that they're not being nurtured or not safe. Fight or flight kicks in. Brain chemicals change. All these things kind of happen. And in the midst of that, we see the Pharaoh's daughter, uh, who was who were not fans of the Hebrews, by the way, right? They're, they've already ordered the killing of, of all these males. We see this woman, for what whatever reason have this tremendous amount of love and compassion towards this child tells her maidens to to take the child And then what happens in the story is that little girl, who was Moses' sister, runs and gets Moses' mother to nurse the child and care for him until he grows. The story goes on that as he grew, she brought him to the Pharaoh's daughter, and he became her son. And she named him, this is the Pharaoh's daughter, the Pharaoh's daughter named him Moses because I drew him out of the water. So Moses, all of a sudden, his life takes this radical radical shift. And his mother goes from having to place him in the reeds, in the river, all this risk of death, the basket could have tipped over, something could have eaten him. I mean, all of these things could have gone wrong. And yet we see this woman give up her child because she believes that something better is out there for him, that she wants baby Moses's life to be better, that there's just... I can't imagine that amount of love and sacrifice to be demonstrated. Then for the mother to take baby Moses and nurse him, and we don't know how long that's for, but let's just say it was for another year or two years, but then to release him to the Pharaoh's daughter, so that he is raised in the family and raised as an Egyptian. And we know from the story that the Pharaoh's daughter raised Moses, and Moses had uh, other siblings, and he grew up with all the benefits and privileges of being inside the Pharaoh's court, that he was educated, that he had access to military, and you know all, all the things that would have happened culturally, all those pieces. Moses is transformed from this Hebrew child— who was found in the reeds, to being one of the most powerful people, or at least in the most powerful family in the world. And I just think that this story is a beautiful story, one of how God works through just people and through decisions. And as we talk about adoption, and we think about adoption, you know, we all have these constructs in our mind of of what it means. And, you know, we're rescuing children, or uh, we we think either poorly or highly of parents who put their children up for adoption. And rarely do we think about the circumstances in in which it occurred. We don't think about the backstory, or oftentimes we miss what happened to the children, and we just think, oh, these poor children, and oh, we're going to rescue them, or whatever your construct may be. Or maybe it's fear. Maybe sometimes we're just afraid because we don't know if we could care for the child or we don't know if it's the best. Look, I think this story is telling us, first and foremost, that love is the most important thing when it comes to a child that the sacrifice that a mother both a, a birth mother putting her child up for adoption a family who is choosing to adopt it's not an easy road it's challenging it's hard it's full of pitfalls but love is the common bond by which we do these things and i think in this story we also see that god's love for his people that god god has this plan and when i say god has a plan i don't mean that it's this scripted plan and you must follow it and if you don't and you somehow fall off of it then you're doomed and your life's not going to turn out correctly but I think there's a series of choices that are put out in front of us. And I think God works with us and through us and through those choices that we make and in relationship with us as we try to faithfully serve and understand God and God's story. And Moses is a wonderful picture. And I think not only does it give an incredible amount of encouragement to mothers who have placed their children up for adoption, who have have released them, into what they believe is a better world and a better opportunity and a better space. But it gives adoptive children, I think, a great story to look at to help them understand that God has a plan for them, that they are not discarded, that they are not forgotten, that they are loved multiple times, both by a family who had to release them and a family who picked them up and loved them, and by a God that wants great things for them. And I just want to be an encouragement to you today, and I want to encourage you, as you think about adoption, to go to Exodus 2 and read Exodus 1 and 2 and understand what's going on with Moses and understand what's going on with his family and understand how God is using adoption to make a difference in the world and how important adoption is for all of the cast of characters caregivers, the maidens that rescued him out of the water, the people that took care of him, his mother, his parents, the adoptive parents, the relationships, the cross-cultural nature of all of these things that happened, being blended into two families, two religions, two groups, all of this stuff that happens is difficult. It's challenging, but it's beautiful. It's awesome, and it is good. And I just want to encourage you today to be in prayer if you're considering adopting. If you are in a position where you're considering placing your child up for adoption, We are praying for you. We want you to be encouraged as well. It's not an easy choice. If you are somebody that has been adopted, God has an incredible plan for you, and we are blessed by you, and we are blessed by God, and we want you to share that story with us. If you have sh- stories that you want to share, be sure to visit our Facebook. Just go type in the Power Parent Podcast, and you can find our Facebook page. And feel free to share your story of adoption on either side of this coin. If you haven't read Moses and Exodus 2, Check it out and be sure to spend this month praying f- for people who are thinking about adoption. Share your story if you've been adopted or you've adopted. And by all means, please, please, please share the word. Share these stories with other people because there's a lot of people thinking about it and trying to understand it. Do what you can to support them. Do what you can to help them. This is part of being a parent and this is part of being a mentor. This is part of life. Thank you for the, all that you do as a parent. And remember, you are the difference. Thanks for joining us this week on the Power Parent Podcast. Be sure to visit our website, www.powerparentpodcast.com, where you can download valuable resources and tools to help you on your journey. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. Thanks for joining us, and remember, you are the difference.